Welcome to Wide Open Throttle Podcast. Uh, now we're back for episode number 10. We finally got there, Jay. Uh, we did, yeah, a bit of a milestone. So 10 episodes. When we started. Uh, all... <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. Great news. Yeah, we, we started, uh, I don't know, back in, what, August. And we said we want to do 10 episodes at the start. And that was a bit of a milestone for us to hit to see how we'd That's go. Right. And, uh, yeah, we finally got there. This is it. This is it. And, and going going well for a podcast in, it, in its infancy still really still testing the waters yeah we, um, we we climbed the charts this week again oh really so what are we up, up to now uh well right now we're probably down to about 32 again but we got up to 16 at the top so we got to number 16 which was up against uh quite a lot of well-known podcasts um you know from around the world i think behind That's the glass great. was one of them um okay, collecting yep. cars with chris harris was one there too I think he was one ahead that's at it. one point. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, this is for the Australian market, of course, not the world market, but it's uh, certainly yeah, something yeah. that's been good to come out of it. You know, we just thought we'd be doing this for ourselves and have no listeners. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing quite well. So that's uh, the charts on Apple for the top 200 for automotive in Australia. And to get to the number 16, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah, that's a good effort. And, and we've also broken into the, the leisure podcast market, I believe. Yeah, I saw that. That must be a new one because uh, I noticed a few other people getting into that. And it, it says new <laughs> one. It, everyone's got new written next to their name. So I don't know how oh, long okay, it's been yeah, going yeah. for, but maybe maybe they just sort of switch the automotive into leisure. I don't know what. Leisure. Hey, leisure. Go. I mean, is it really a, a life of leisure doing this? <laughs> Possibly not. Definitely not the work part of it, you know, being at work six days a week. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's uh, changed at the moment with the yeah, COVID. But, uh, yep, still under lockdown. We've got um, hopefully how long to go? Maybe two weeks to go? I'm not sure. The numbers are all over the place at the moment. I think the rolling average is under 10. It's 9.6 or 9.7. Okay, and it had to be under five, I believe. Five under, or under. Under five for the next uh, step to take place. But uh, I reckon they might be a bit lenient. They can't keep us locked down forever. Or maybe they can, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> under dictator yeah. Dan. The dictation. Do you want to kick off the first topic? First topic, I was just thinking today, I had the um, the CLS, I had some uh, work done, a couple of little oil leaks. I thought, oh, that's no good. So uh, it was just a plastic um, cover at the back of the uh, cylinder head, little plastic insert that pops out. Yeah, so I went down to the yeah, booking at Mercedes and um, I was pretty impressed with the, the pricing and the service you know, to replace those things at the back of the head plus the oil separator. Uh, plus the oil and filter service, under eight hundred bucks, and that's at the dealer. Was that and, mates' uh, rates, or is that is that someone you oh, knew? Well, I, I know someone who's an advisor, but um, you know they've got limited powers. Yeah, but um, you know I wouldn't have got any better at an independent place. It, you know, it's a bit of a misconception sometimes. The dealerships always out to get you, but you know if you ask if they can help out, if they can, they usually will. So and I've got um, a brand new GLA two fifty to drive for a few days as well. How was that? But, um, might do a little mini review on that on our site, but uh, it was a brand new car, so I was the first one to drive it. But um, yeah, good little thing, four cylinder turbo, um, 155 kilowatts, pretty roomy. Probably had more, like it's like a jacked up A class, probably had more leg room than the actual CLS in the back. But um, I don't know, it's just that modern stuff, not quite a, um, you know, what Mercedes is about to me. You know, you've got the old school, quiet, wafting ride kind of luxury feel, and that's what I'm used to with the old CLS 500. 
And, you know, I was surprised at the level of road noise and stuff in, the, in this newer one. Yeah, a bit of a difference, I guess. Well, that's the uh, the same underpinnings that the Infinity QX30 was based on. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it did look, it's very similar inside to that. So and what's they shared that, a lot of components. Yeah, what does it cost for one of these? Oh, was it 250 Sport AMG pack? It would have been probably 65 or grand, I'd say. Oh, wow. But not, not, not cheap. No, not at all. But, um, you know, good little car, but stuff like the, um, you know, uh, the tablet on the dash is not touchscreen. Uh, there's still no surround view cameras. Um, still manual steering adjustment. A few things like that. But um, but yeah, easy enough to drive. Uh, a lot of torque down low. You, um, you didn't really feel like thrashing it. You put your, I put my foot down a bit a few times, but um, just quite noisy. Didn't didn't really like it. So yeah, it's not kind of a sporty car, I'd say. But yeah, I can see the appeal for people if you want to sit up a little bit higher. If just going around town, but on some of the back roads I was on near my house, some of the B roads, big potholes and stuff, you know, bang, bang, where, you know, in the old CLS would, would just soak that up. But, um, yes, yeah, so a few differences there. But, um, yeah, so I picked up my car. I was happy with that. And um, on the way back, just looking at the economy, and I think that's a sign, you know, how you're getting old. Um, you know, instead of bragging to your mates about how fast you can go, you're bragging about the fuel economy you can get. I just realised that my mate sends me a few Snapchats sometimes. Oh, look what I've got out of my car. And I'm like, oh, look what I've got out of my car. Like, We're getting old. No, so, you need the economy though. You can't, oh, the old Econo gauge. I mean, <laughs> the old Econo gauge, that's what it was. <laughs> it's not bad. But the, big, the old CLS after the service, big five and a half litre tank. Uh, got down to 8.3 litres per hundred on the way home on the trip. 8.3. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not bad. A 285 kilowatt in a big car, um, you know, just cruising along. But, yeah, it's running like a dream now, so I'm happy with that. Um, so that's what I did, did today. And so you, do you reckon you can do a uh, small re- review on that? Because in I'll do a review on the G- GLA 250. I've got all the pictures of it in the videos. Okay, perfect. Because uh, that's what I want to start doing, uh, just so everyone out there can um, sort of get an idea of what we're planning to do. We're going to be doing um, like little 10-minute reviews, car reviews, um, and we'll, we'll release those separate to the normal podcast. So um, yes. keep an eye out for that. I've got one already uh, sort of in the making of the uh, the GR Yaris. Uh, I've nearly yes. completed that one, um, and that'll come out as a small 10-minute podcast car review sort of next week, I reckon, sometime. Um, and if you'll do that one too, that's the GLA, what, 250, I think you said it was? Sport, yeah, 50 yeah. sport, perfect. So there's two, and then yeah. we'll just keep doing them every now and again. Keep everyone excited, keep things going yeah, it's on. It's just a little, um, little bite size review that you don't have to spend all day watching, but enough info to give you an overview of the car and a bit of a, a general feel of it. And, um, you know, we're both neutral commentators, we've got no affiliation with particular models. Speak so for yourself, I'm tell, biased, man. Tell it how it is. You're biased, what do you like? <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> I'm not, I'm pretty neutral, mate. I, I'll, you know, I'll call a spade a spade. If it's no good, yeah. well, you know, I might uh, I might fluff it a little bit, but uh, I'll still let yeah, you know it's yeah. no good. <laughs> it's no good, mate. Uh, speak, speaking of no good, what's probably the, the, the worst car you've experienced or, or driven that, that was a letdown that you thought, this car's not, um, you know, not what I thought it would be or... Um, oh, give me, give me some thinking music for this one. For me, it was an early um, Captiva. I had to go and pick it up from a panel shop for, um, for someone I worked for. The old Captiva. It was a, it was a V6 model, I think, the top of the range. Yeah. This is probably going back, you know, seven, eight years. And I drove it back and just I thought, geez, it was a spe- the seat felt like it was springy, like bouncing. The, the pedal, the brake pedal feel felt like wood, like an old Kingswood or something. It was an absolute shocker. But it was terrible. I don't know if they've got any better, but that was, uh, I thought, geez, you know, why would you buy one of these? And then the stories you hear about them, Letting go here, there, and everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's probably the probably the worst car 
I've, I've driven, I'd say. Oh, well, I mean, you're saying that. I mean, the amount of times we've had a, you know, when you think about it, a trade-in that's come in, you go, oh, this would be pretty cool to take for a spin. Um, yeah. You know, just around a block or just, you know, take it home for the night, whatever. Um, yeah, of course. To see if the car's got any issues. But, yeah, a few times I've driven cars like that um, and I've been a bit surprised as to how they are. Like, I yeah. think one that stands out would be a Jeep Wrangler from years ago. I used to think, oh, okay. uh, was yep. it the old four liter they had in those? Big four liter, big the old logs, mate. The four. Yeah, I thought, oh, this is cool because I, I kind of always liked uh, Jeep Wrangler. A mate of mine had one. I never drove it, and then when I jumped yeah. behind a wheel, um, the, the driving position had me. It was kind of off center, and um, well, it, it was just really weird. Jumped on it. <laughs> it would be, <laughs> <Did you> break <laughs> anything. <or you> jumped. <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, that was probably one yeah. that stands out. I'm trying to think of anything else. I yeah. mean, I've. Driven plenty of bad cars, so they, they all blend into yeah, one. Yeah. I've driven that many cars, you know, in the car trade. Yeah, what, all we do is drive cars. Um, yeah, that's right, yeah. And some are surprisingly good. But the biggest one that shocked me over the years was the um, the MX-5 Mazda. I've always thought, you know, this is before I got into track days and stuff, but why would anyone buy one of these cars? Yeah. Boring. Tiny engine, yeah. tiny car. <laughs> this was a really early, a rough example, a really early one trading. And I went for a good drive. Well, geez, just the, the, the way it feels, the manual gearbox, um, the precision of the steering inputs, and I thought, shit, now I know why I get it. I know why people buy these cars. That really changed my mind just on a half an hour drive. Well, I had someone the, take uh, me for MX5. a. I had someone take me for a spinning one, and uh, I reckon he went around the corners about a hundred k's an hour every time. Like he just turned it in. Every, I'm like, I was <laughs> scared. You know, I thought we we're going to tip over, but no, they handle really well. But um, yeah. I don't know what it is about them. They're like the old minis. People want to go, show you how quick they can go around a corner and how stuck to the road they are. And oh, that's the worst when you. That's the worst thing when you jump in the car and someone wants to show off the car to you, and you're like, as a passenger, I'm not a. I'm not a good passenger. I no, don't, I'm re- not, not into it. I don't like it. Reaching for the pedals. Yeah, when someone took me in the, the GTR Nissan GTR trading, the current current model, and I was just hanging onto the handles, going, shit. Yeah, they're a quick car. <laughs> take me <fast>. back. <laughs> it was modified too. I thought, yeah, take me back. <laughs> I'm done. I remember the first time I went in a what was it a 911 Turbo. A 911 Turbo yeah, S, yeah. Um, there was a yellow one uh, a few years back, back in 2017. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, mate, that scared the living daylights out of me. Um, <laughs> and it was the first car I ever experienced when the takeoff from zero, um, yeah. all the blood rushes out of your head and makes it <laughs> – I kind of got lightheaded from being a passenger in it. it like it, all the blood rushed out the other way and yeah, uh, it gives me that dizzy feeling. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah. That's like how are people going to be with these new EVs, like all these EVs, like we mentioned last one point nine, yeah, one point nine like, zero to hundred. That level, like some professional drag racers actually um, black out for a second off the starting line. Are we, are we getting to that stage in the daily drivers? It's ridiculous. We're starting to get there. If they're going to be doing one point nine second zero to hundred, you don't need a, um, a high voltage warning on the door before you get in. Sticker or something. <laughs> a warning, <laughs> just a warning label or warning. Actung. 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 But um, what else? Have I got? I've got. Um, Kia has announced announced another new model. I don't know who's naming these cars because they've got the Seltos uh, with an S. That's a little SUV. Little SUV, and now they've got the Stonic, um, which is another little SUV that sits below the Seltos. So that market's getting really crowded. You've got the Seltos, you've got the um, Volkswagen T-Roc, the T-Cross, you've got the um, uh, Hyundai Kona, you've got the Sportage. You've, you've got so many little baby SUVs now. That's all the, all the trend. Now, this car looks good, the Stonic. We're getting the GT line first, um, so it's got all the good gear in it. Um, you know, the big 8-inch touchscreen, the adaptive cruise, all this stuff, um, all for under twenty five grand on the road with seven-year warranty. So it sounds like good value. 
Um, only downside, a three-cylinder one-litre engine. Uh, but that's probably all people need just to putt around town in. It's like the old Daihatsu um, three-cylinder one-litres. Three cylinders are making yeah. a, a, a comeback, aren't they? Making a comeback, yeah. Every- the old... Uh, yeah, the the old motorbikes, the old British motorbikes with the triple. I think the, the new Koenigsegg, mate. isn't that um, the Koenigsegg Jumeirah? That's a three-cylinder as well, hybrid. Yeah, there's a lot of, even the i8 BMW, that was a three-cylinder hybrid too. But um, you just kind of, it's a good-looking car. I might pop a picture on, on our um, website. Look, I'm not really into those kind of you know family SUV things, but it, it's not a bad-looking car. It looks pretty aggressive. You can get two-tone colours and things like that, uh, leather interior. So for the money and the warranty, if you just want a little run around, um, it's probably not a not a bad thing to look at. Um, other car news is uh, MG. Uh, they're really making pretty big inroads in Australia at the moment. But they've, they've hit the ground running. Their sales, as you know, are, are quite strong. Uh, they want to have the cheapest EV in Australia. That's what they're aiming for. Uh, so they've got the MG ZS. So it's like an SUV size, probably like a CX-5 size, I'm guessing. Uh, all electric. Uh, probably around forty six nine ninety on the road. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. Um, it's pretty cheap for an EV. EVs are you know expensive uh, at the moment. So Chinese um, made Chinese made electric vehicle for Morris yeah. Garage. Morris Garage, man, the British name trading off the British name and emotions with the Chinese uh, underpinnings. <laughs> but a range of uh, two hundred and sixty two k's, which is not huge. It doesn't sound huge, but if you think about it, how many times do you drive more than that in a, in a day, like a usual commute? You know, you and I live a fair way from work, and that's you know maybe forty k's each way. So you still you still be fine to drive it a few days without charging. Yeah, safely do two days, keep it on charge on the third day um, overnight, and you'd be fine to go. So yeah. you're only charging it a couple of times at home every week, maybe three times well, a week. You'd be yeah. fine. Well, a lot of people a lot of people have range anxiety, but you you don't need to. Like you, you go home at night, you plug your phone in, you plug the car in, so it'll become second nature. You could always plug um, it in but, at work, you know, steal some electricity yeah. at work. I'm sure people are doing that. <laughs> yeah, they'll get bill shock. No, they'll be, they'll be right. but Yeah, I'll, I'll do that too. Get a few extra cables, a few extension cords from uh, Bunnings. Um, I mean, plugged into the spare office down the back where no one's sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Better see the power bill go through the roof. <laughs> but, yeah, why not? But um, what they're doing is the first 100 buyers get this promotional price of the 46990 So I'm wondering, is this a thing now? Because we saw that with the Toyota. Um, was successful with, with the Yaris the other week at the 39.9 for the first you know 1,000 buyers. So I wonder if this is going to be a new trend in Aussie um, car sales. I'm not sure. So how much are they making it for the first how many? Uh, 46990 for the first 100. And then what does it go to? Uh, it doesn't say. Eighty-four nine ninety or something. That's like. <laughs> like your power bill. If you don't pay early, it jumps up. <laughs> you get a ten percent discount up. if you pay on time. Yeah, so first in best dress seems to be the new theme of um, of Aussie car marketing at the moment. It seems like that they're sort of they're onto a winner. Drop the drop the price, throw them online, yeah. get them out there. Uh, other marketing Nissan. I love to say it in American accent as you know Nissan Nissan um, the three seventy Z fiftieth anniversary edition. Uh, they've dropped the price, so they've got a run out price, uh, fifty two four ninety on the road. Uh, would you buy one? Just, you know, knowing the the four hundreds coming well, out soon, or a year and a half away. Thing. But well, I, I think they've got nervous and they're dropping the price because of the four hundreds on the way, because these cars are nineteen plated. So the, does that mean they haven't been able to move them? Yeah, yeah. there can't be too many left. Yeah, they're going. Oh, it'll be a future classic. But well, maybe they will. But um, the fact that yeah, nineteen plated vehicles and they're already dropping the price. Um, yeah, you probably you'd have you know that's a pretty old um, platform and, and an engine setup. You you 
probably better off waiting for the. Are you going to pay fifty grand? Yeah, you're going to pay fifty grand for a future classic. Hold on to it for twenty five years. I don't think anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. It's a, it's a long shot. No, but yeah, it still seems pretty hefty. I mean, we can get a Toyota eighty six or whatever for 30, 35, 40 grand as a driver's car, but uh, different market. I guess it's more of a GT GT kind of car, the three seventy Z. Yeah, a bit long in the tooth though. Yeah, but I think they are. Yeah. All right, I've got one for you. Um, during the weekend, I saw an article about a 1971 Ford Falcon uh, XYGT, uh, GTHO okay. Phase 3 went up for auction with Grays Online down here in Victoria. Um, I think it was down in Dandenong, actually. Um, now, this car, right, this car's been stored away for decades. It's been sold from a deceased estate. Whoever owned it has passed away, and it's been put up okay. for auction. Uh, it got passed in initially at $350,000. Because uh, yeah. it didn't meet the um, the reserve price, but then did sell through negotiation for four hundred thousand dollars. Now, um, this yeah. was advertised for auction with no motor, so it's an original phase yeah. three in white. Got a bit of damage. There's no motor. There is a spare block. Look, there's a lot of spare parts, and there is a big okay. block motor sitting there with it. Um, whether yeah. the numbers yeah. match up, I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, part of a deceased estate, it finally sold for four hundred thousand dollars. Now they have sold for more money in the past, but their complete cars have sold for nearly seven hundred thousand dollars and more. I think one one oh no years ago, I think one sold for about a million dollars off the top of my head, if I remember right. I think it was a red one. Okay, geez, yeah, they're um, really um really expensive. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is you got to think there were only three hundred of these ever made. They were made for the homologation um, for the Bathurst, nineteen seventy one. Um, who drove yeah. it? It was Alan Moffat drove it, famous Mazda yeah, RX seven guy. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Moffat drove it in nineteen seventy one. He won, and I think he won in seventy three as well. Um, right. up at Bathurst, which is on next week, I think. If I remember right, yeah, it can't be can't be far away. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about a week away. Um, but yeah, that that sold. It had no motor, so the car's literally a rolling. Uh, a rolling body. It's got yeah, these. Yeah. Um, it's got these flares on it. So originally, what it looks like they've had is they've sort of pumped the, the guards out a little bit with these uh, fender flares. Doesn't look too okay. bad, but a lot of people were sort of giving it shit. But, Those uh, flares were big, big in the seventies, weren't they? Well, exactly right. That was the thing. So it's kind of period correct anyway. <laughs> yeah. Was that a joke? Have I missed I was it? Talking about Je- I was talking about, sorry, I was talking about jeans. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the flares. All right, I got it. <laughs> Can I get a drum roll? Uh, no, no, you get what you There you go. Oh, far out. Um, long enough. I like the way you got to point out your little... <laughs> <laughs> I could always sort of tell you said something and you go, all right, where am I going? Bit where are you going? All right, so where was I after you? Uh, what is it? Sorry. Da, 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 no, you're right. There reckon maybe less than 100 of them are still around. So Okay, thanks. You know, of the of the genuine items, I, mean, I think there's more, yeah. you know, more fake ones than there are <laughs> there are real ones. Well, even the even the fake ones are worth a, a lot of money. Oh, I didn't tell you the best part of it. No. This car had 32 axe wounds on on one side of it, so you can see someone's uh, yeah, the whole side of why like the I think it was a, the passenger side of the car, um, along one side of the car, someone's been hitting it with an axe, and so it's gone through the metal and like these little slices about 32 times. <laughs> what were they do? That's, I don't that's know. Bizarre. I guess some bizarre. kid's been in there with an axe in the shed, you know. Trying to chop up the price. <laughs> Maybe it was get the winning bidder. Yeah, trying to get him down. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you take anything off the car, you're okay <laughs> <out> the door. <laughs> well, it's got no motor. That was a, an old trick, wasn't it? Can we make it any cheaper? Yeah, we'll take the motor out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sounds like someone I know would say that. <laughs> no motor. <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll have to find a picture of that for Insta then. Yeah, I've got some of those. Um, in fact, I might yeah, use yeah. it for the uh, the thumbnail for the podcast as well because I think that'll get a few, you know, people liking that one. Um, a few people in there, yeah. Now we spoke. I spoke last week about the number plates. I asked if it was a an old wives' tale. Do you remember that? If, if number plates were still made in prisons? Oh, made made in jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I looked at it during the week. They're still made in a correctional centre, not a prison. Got to be politically correct now. Uh, they still make them. <laughs> number plates are still made in no the Hopkins Correctional Centre. It's like two hundred kilometres west of Melbourne, but they're all made. Really? There. Yeah. I thought it Jeez. was a joke. I thought no one, no one. It was an old American yeah, thought- thing. Oh, that might have been, you know, maybe back years and years ago. But okay, so you verified that? Yeah, I verified it. So you actually went to the uh, the website of the of the uh, correctional centre as well, and uh, it says on there, yeah, they do number plate printing or stamping. Okay. Actually, you've seen that. Talking about number plates, my number plates will be here this week. They should have arrived okay. today, but they still have, still haven't arrived. Um. So yep. yeah, I'll get those new number plates arriving soon. Which what, what was it? What did I get? It was all wheel drive GR four. There we go. That was it. Yeah, yeah. So they'll go on a wall for the moment. From the windows to the wall? From the windows to the wall. What's the rest of that? No, nothing. That's about dropping down your <laughs> testicle or something like that, I believe. But, uh, little John about that. Um, um, so have you, put them, have you advertised them yet or not? No, no. I wanted to get them in my hand first, get some photos, and then I'll advertise them. I'll put them on eBay or something um, yeah, and just see yeah. if anyone's prepared to buy them. Mm. But uh, what else? Uh, what about this? A Maserati. Did you see the Maserati video? <laughs> Somebody, uh, I did. You did see it, yeah. So up in uh, up in Queensland, on one of the beaches, you can drive on the beach. Of course, you've got a four wheel drive. And um, somebody thought it'd be a good idea to take a Maserati Ghibli and drive it onto the sand. I was quite surprised, to be honest. <laughs> I see some it, silly it things. No, it's not a good idea. He got stuck. So uh, there's a video of it sitting on its belly. You know, it can't go anywhere. Yeah. And what looks to be from here is a D40 Navara. So a newer model, <laughs> Nissan Navara, he decides to pull it out or get, attempt to pull it out of the sand, um, and he's using one of those straps that you've got to re- go really fast. Um, so you start about 10 meters, uh, ten foot away from the car, you go really yeah. fast and gun it, and then the idea is that strap stretches, and then it sort of pulls itself back like an elastic band. Um, yeah, snap strap, yeah. Oh, that's what they're called, yes. And yeah. have a listen to this, right? I'm going to play <laughs> – I'll play the audio. You can hear his heartbreak. Have a listen to this, right? Okay, let's have a listen. <laughs> you to this, ready? Yeah. <laughs> so he did, literally the car doesn't move. I reckon he's got the handbrake on still. <laughs> but you can see the guy's face. He just looks out the window like, oh, what happened? But I uh, know it looks like they used a tow, like the tow hook. But because of the way yeah. it was done, he's just gone full power, and it's, I reckon it's pulled the whole front Rio off the car. The whole bumper came <laughs> off, and I reckon half the metal came with it too. I don't think it's just plastic. No, no. Well, it is Maserati quality. So. <laughs> they, they normally fall apart on their own, don't they, without having to do this? Yeah, especially that model, the Ghibli. That's a, that's a terrible name. It sounds like something you go, you know, you're at a doctor's surgery, and they call you in, and you go, oh, what is it? And you go, look, I'm sorry, you've got Ghibli. Yeah, you've oh, got a serious shit, case bad. of Ghibli. <laughs> that's a bad, bad. I think I might have mentioned that before, but yeah, yeah, we did. We last week we talked about it. Yeah. I think it a week before. Cool. Um, did you see also talking about cars on the beach? You see the Volkswagen Golf in Sydney? No. Oh yes, Wait, yes. Think, yeah, over the cliff. Golf, Golf five or five or six or something. It just drove straight off the cliff, and it was a huge drop. The car looks like it's been squashed like a sardine, but everyone was fine. Oh well, they were. Yeah, they were fine, but I think they hit a lady and a child. They did on the beach, but they were fine as well. Okay, I thought they went to hospital. Yeah, they were treated. Yeah. 
Oh, just just for a look, but they're they're bloody lucky. But you know, you're sitting on your on the beach, minding your own business with your kids, and you get a, a Volkswagen Golf that comes straight off the cliff onto the beach. Was it an accident? Uh, I mean, was it deliberate? I don't know. Do we know? Don't, Have you heard any more? I don't know if it was medical or in the beach car park. If they just um, hit the wrong pedal or what, but um, yeah, big drop. It was a, it was a huge drop. Mm. I'm surprised they didn't. Um, they weren't seriously injured in you know, spinal injuries or something. If you're in that golf, but. Um, well, let's talk about problem with cars. Here's another one for you. Um, have you seen this one, a Tesla Model Y on the weekend? Model Y, no, yeah, no. so the Model Y. So it's a Model 3 body sort of SUV sitting up higher. So oh, okay. it's, yep. it's the new model that came through. They've got a full glass roof, haven't they, on the cars? Oh, the and Gullwing doors, is that right? No, 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 that's the Model X. No. That one, yeah, that's one of the oh, earlier okay, yep. ones. So you've got Model S, Model X, and then you've got the 3, and then you've got the Y. Um, yeah. Now, this one's only they've not been out long. This particular one, the guy only had it for a couple of hours. He just picked it up uh, with his parents, mm. and they were driving back on a freeway, and he could hear wind, like the wind noise coming through, like the windows weren't quite up. So, that you know, oh, double-check yeah, yeah. the windows, put the windows up. And um, before you know it, the roof come flying off. So that whole glass panel <laughs> on top literally <laughs> yeah. flew off the top of the car, landed on the, on the highway behind him. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, the whole top came off. Um, and the Tesla reps, they took the car straight back because they'd only picked it up. You know, two hours yeah, before, yeah. Uh, the Tesla reps bef- uh, said that either the roof was faulty, no shit, or they uh, somehow forgot to seal the roof on entirely. Wow. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Oh, okay. Just had a look, oh, yeah, two days ago. Yeah, and there's a little clip of the guy driving with no roof on it. Oh, yeah, Tesla builds accidental convertible. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, great, car- you know, good concept. Good figures and stuff, but build quality, build quality. Yeah, the, the, there is a bit of talk about the build quality, and I hope they. Like, I love the Tesla. I hope they get it right, and um, they've it's done really cool well so far. Yeah, they um, yeah. They've just got to get that build quality right. Um, you know, Elon hasn't replied to that tweet. He's pretty good to replying to a lot of people on Twitter. Um, yeah. Not saying he should reply, but he hasn't said anything. I'm sure there's people in, you know, no. there's managers there that sort that stuff out for him. But normally he does he reply be- if you sort of tag him in something. You might be taking Elon time. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it, that one. There you go. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't, didn't fall flat, that one. No. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. That's bad. That is bad. You wouldn't get that on um, anything from the, the German side of town, would you? Oh, uh, no. Roof's falling off. Come on. You wouldn't. You don't reckon? What, Merkel, Porsche, or Bain? I mean, people talk about the... Uh, the German build quality, but I mean, I'm sure they've had issues over the past. Oh, of course, of course, but not like that. The roof falling off is a pretty big bloody fault. <laughs> you probably would have heard about it, yeah. Yeah. So the so, first thing this person did was put it onto uh, onto Twitter. Okay, so, that's a bit rough. Yeah, no longer do you sort of just complain or go speak to someone at a dealership. You actually, um, you know, put it out there first, get a video, get as many likes as you can, get your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, you're probably fishing for a new car, I suppose. Now, apparently they were offered um, uh, a service on the vehicle, not that you need to service the car, don't get that. They said no, and they were going to sell the car and get another model from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. maybe it's one of Tesla's uh, over-the-air updates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what, though, you know, they've got a convertible coming out later on. I know they've, they've done a convertible before, haven't they? The, the first car, the Tesla, was a little convertible. A little, uh, oh, that was based, based on the Lotus. Yeah, the Lotus, yeah, a little roadster. I drove one of those. I could get in it. I could hardly get out of it, but I got, I got in. What? That was cool, though. Back That was back in, like, 2010. What, the Tesla or the... Um, the Tesla. You actually drove one, the Roadster? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I knew a, I knew a gentleman that was a, a rep, and he brought it past, and I had to, had to drive. I didn't know we had too many in Australia at all. Yeah, it was a cool car. Very small car, but, yeah. 
I was going to say we were we were on the money last week when we mentioned the uh, the I twenty N because we remembered it to be around one hundred and fifty kilowatts, but now it's confirmed. So uh, the production version will be one hundred and fifty kilowatts, and um, we're looking around thirty two grand plus on road here. So it'll be like the um, the little brother of the I thirty N. Yeah, little I twenty N one fifty kilowatts. How it'll be a light car. A lot of cars, so uh, manual only at this stage. They'll probably do a self shifter down the track. They'll sell them all. Um, they'll sell the first thousand online, like everybody else. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but um, yeah, they've got more grunt than the Fiesta and the um, the Polo GTI in that segment. Uh, similar price. It's got the roof spoiler and all the go fast bits, the big brake. Uh, it'll be interesting. Actually, I tell you one I do want to talk about, um, and this one's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty hard one because um, I don't know you know Webby on cars, don't you? Like you, we've been following him mm. on Instagram, mm. and uh, he's on YouTube, of course. So I'll explain to people that don't know Webby on cars is a, a a local Melbourne YouTuber. So he's a car salesman by trade, and I saw his his Instagram post on I don't know it must be Monday night. I reckon it might have been, um, and he looked a bit yeah. distraught. It was like you know he's done a YouTube video on purely about the abuse that he's been getting in the comments. Yeah, that's strange. There's always trolls on, on, online, I guess. There is, but I think this one was the third, first time it, um, it sort of had hit him. Like, you know, he was yeah. he's done his videos. You always get to get a bad a bad comment. Like, he makes YouTube videos. He's a car salesman. He does it because he enjoys it. Um, it's yeah. a hobby for him, you know. It, it helps him with his job. People will see his yeah. videos and they will buy cars off him. I guarantee it. Um, yeah, passionate. He's just passionate about cars. And there's like, a lot yeah. of them like that. You know, I do yeah. videos myself and I get the occasional bad comment, but you know what? I'll probably Ooh. give it back to the person <laughs> more than I should. <laughs> like there's not been anyone I haven't sort of written back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but so anyway, he basically, he, he did a video recently. Um, he got a bad comment or a bad critique from someone in the comments about it uh, and said it was a boring yeah. video. And, look, he owned it. He said, look, fair enough. He wrote a comment back saying, look, yeah. happy to cop it. And then the guy apparently went back in and re-edited his original comment and went in twice as hard type thing. And he goes, it sort of hit him hard. So I think just give the guy a break, mate. The guy, is, he's, he does well. I like his videos. I've watched quite yeah. a few of them now. And the more I see him, he's genuine. He's not trying to be someone he's not. He's not trying to be a, I don't know, who is it? A Shmi 150. He's not trying to be anyone that he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's local too, like so. Yeah, I've been watching a few of his videos. I think, mate, if you're out there, if you are listening, you're probably never going to hear the yeah. podcast anyway. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, mate. Don't <laughs> listen to these haters, yeah. mate. Do what you're doing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He, a lot of his comments, mate. Even on this one, I think this video is now up to about nearly 400 views. Um, yeah, he's getting a lot of love in the comments, mate. People like what he does, and I think because he's he's um, he's honest. He, you know, yeah. he'll leave some mistakes in there. He's not not being dramatic about the, the video, and, and I think people like that. He's not trying to be something he isn't. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Genuine. You ever done a video like that yourself on YouTube? Um, no, I'm not. I don't have an account or anything. You haven't got a secret uh, account? No, mate, no. I'm not the <laughs> Jake's the Hot master. Donuts or something. I don't know. What, what could he call it? <laughs> not the, the mass Singer or anything like that. Sorry. Disappoint you. <laughs> But you, you you've done a, a few articles. You've written a few articles in the past. I think you've done a few for the I've website. I've done a lot of car. Done a lot of car reviews and articles for our, for work, you know, dealership, and, and got good feedback off that. Ever uh, had, which has been good. Ever had any bad f- feedback on that? Um, not yet. <laughs> All right, not I'll, yet. I'll leave you a comment tonight. You're, a... <laughs> you're good on you. <laughs> you're an absolute mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, I mean, we, yeah. we, we put it out there. Like I've done plenty of videos, mate, and I've got loads of yeah, them on yeah. there. And, um, cool. you know, I haven't had too many bad 
comments, you know. I've nothing. See, I've got one. I've got a, I've got a YouTube video of um, a walk around and, and a drive on a car. Here we go. So See, no it's all day. coming out the cracks now. You said you didn't yeah, have forgot, one. I've got one. And now you've got, got one. one. So is this something we I can forgot. find? Uh, you can probably find it. <laughs> What's the channel called? I think it's just the K and Turbo walk around. Video. Yeah, okay. I did a few years ago. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's got driving down, driving down the road and okay. a few bits and pieces and just doing like a you know bit of an overview when they first came out. I'll go look for that now. I'll send you a link later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you your first worst review comment. You could on, you could on you. <laughs> I'll be a troll. No, I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. no, so I thought that was pretty bad. You know, just, you know, poor yeah. guys do a nice video as he does. He's got nothing else yeah. to do at the moment. We're in COVID lockdown. He's doing a few yeah. videos still and uh, copping a bit of hate for it. But, uh, no, it's probably just one, one guy. So oh, it's, it's always it's a one guy. Worse. But it's, you know what, you can get 100 good comments, right, and it's fine, no problem. One bad comment yeah. and it is the one that hits you. That's everywhere. You look on, you know, the newspaper websites or news.com or the age or any article, even car sales reviews, there's always uh, negative people in there. Yeah, they're they're pretty brutal too. Just like an argument. (laughs) If you go to yeah, if you uh, yeah, if you read any of those reviews online, um, you go down to the bottom and have a little read through all the comments. Man, I tell you what, if they if you say something wrong, they'll give you it. Well, yeah, even the spelling mistakes, people they hammer each other over it, pull you apart for that. Yeah, Mercedes Benz are expanding their electric model lineup uh, with another six models coming out. So they've got a a massive um, range of vehicles at the moment, but they're really going down this electric track. Uh, so they've got the EQE coming out, which is like the sedan E-Class equivalent. Uh, they've got the EQS, which is an SUV, but the like an S-Class equivalent of luxury. Uh, this one will be interesting to watch. They're teasing it the last uh, few days. It's called a Vision EQXX. I think I'm getting a bit sick of all the you know, EQE, EQS. See, it's getting hard to work out, isn't it? Well, their uh, nomenclature is getting confusing. But this one will be interesting. The Vision EQXX, um, they are touting a 1,200-kilometre range. So they're saying that they're going to have the best battery technology in the in the market. Um, but that's a huge range. So we can obviously get you know, Melbourne to Sydney or, or whatnot. It's going to be a trailer behind the car. Could be. Could be a, a petrol power generator <laughs> behind the car. <laughs> just diesel power. Just pumping it. It's one of those old, it's old GM Detroit diesel two-strokes. Two the big, or the big, <laughs> the big yellow ones that you see like at a construction site. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I did see an um, Instagram post. I don't know if it's um, someone trolling or if it's genuine, but it was an EV power station in the middle of nowhere where you can charge your car, and behind the fence next to it is a big uh, diesel generator, and it's alleged that that generator powers the EV charging station yeah that's funny <laughs> it, it's not it's not solar pa- power or anything it's uh diesel no it's a big, big the old diesel, dirty diesel, diesel mate yeah yeah that's pretty pretty funny but um yeah really hitting hard on the electric cars but i don't know how much that success they'll have here yet because they uh, released that um eqc which is like a, i don't know uh, you know gle size or uh, you know kn x5 kind of size uh car but so far, it's been out about 12 months, I believe. They've only sold 90 units Australia-wide. They're not a really huge um, seller for them. But they're focusing on six new models with only 90 cars sold. This is in Australia. I guess maybe yeah. the electric market's bigger overseas at the moment. But um, There's no benefit for you to go electric in Australia. There is no government sort of incentive other than having really. a little bit cheaper rego, cheaper um, yeah. stamp duty. What is it? 4.2%, I think, stamp yeah. duty. 4.2% versus 5.2? Yeah, well, depending on how much your car costs. You know, if your car goes over 150, well, then you're 9% in Victoria. 9%, yeah. Uh, Victoria, and then you get a big yeah. savings. But, um, yeah, there's no, uh, there's nothing from the government for you to go that direction. 
No, a lot of other countries getting uh, big incentives to go uh, electric. Mm. So if they subsidised it more, um, you know, people would take take it up. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens in that in that space anyway. Well, that's why I think um, the reason people get behind Tesla so much is probably because um, they're bringing the performance in with the the electric. They're making it exciting, even though the cars yeah. people say they're boring, they don't look good. Uh, I like them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, they're quite simple on the inside, which is again, I like it. It's futuristic, yeah. but they give it. You know, there's always a model with a lot of performance in it and a nice and quick, which is why people yeah. are going that way. Yeah, at least Tesla have done something to be a bit exciting. Um, if she looks good, yeah, yeah. Mostly, but yeah. Well, I think VW. I was, I was watching Carwell um, last night, and yeah, Matt Watson did a video, and he takes a new, the new Volkswagen electric vehicle in the UK, and he drove it as far as he could go until it ran out completely. Okay, um, that's a pretty good video. I, I don't even know what they're called. What's the Volkswagen? Oh, the uh, ID. So you got ID three, ID four. Yes, that's their electric. Yeah, they got lineup. different. Yeah, well, the electric one's got different motors and everything depending on um, mm. how much performance you want, and there's different mo- uh, different yeah. battery sizes yeah. in there as well, depending on how much yeah. range yeah. you do want. But um, what he did was he he took the car from from the head office and he drove it as far as he could go, like two hundred miles. When, when, when it went flat, did he have to walk the other five hundred miles? <laughs> he didn't make it to Scotland. He didn't. No. <laughs> Okay. Just, uh, just asking for a friend. That's all. <laughs> you were proclaiming. <laughs> oh, that's good. Give yourself a there you uh, go. drum roll. Eh? I got Give my yourself. first one for the what episode ten. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've left your mark. <laughs> oh, you get one for that too. There we go. Everyone gets Thanks, one today. Man. It's like Oprah. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. The RACV or whatever they call it over there, the AA uh, roadside yeah. assist. They've got like charges in the vans. So you plugged it oh, in for okay. half an hour. It gives you enough to get to the nearest um, charging station. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I don't think we've got that here yet, have we? Not yet. It wouldn't be a bad business idea to, to get into. Um, there's an Aussie uh, EV startup. I know the government's not doing much in the way of incentives for you know, buying an EV, but they have given uh, yesterday a million-dollar federal grant to a Aussie EV startup, and it's called uh, Ace EV. So basically it's a little... Um, a little runaround cars like you use for like a work ute. Um, it looks a bit like a Volkswagen Caddy kind of thing, you know. So it's um, you know, like a little uh, stuff you could use for transport, like couriers and deliveries and like the Holden combo. Uh, yeah, a little bit like that. So it's, yeah, it's a clean way of um, like an urban little thing for deliveries and and whatnot. And uh, Australian company, so it's good Aussie job. It's even got a picture of the, the kangaroo on the on the grill. That's the logo. So they're planning to have cars out here uh, October. 2021. Uh, that's quite cool. Are they going to be converting a um, like a van already and a car? Are they making a car of their own? No, this looks like it's uh, a car of their own. Oh wow! Uh, it's been designed in Germany and, and Taiwan. It's got a carbon fibre chassis. It only takes 18 hours to assemble, and they will actually be built in Adelaide uh, by a contractor. That's pretty cool. It's good to see someone still doing it. You know, for the motor industry in in Australia, we don't have one yeah, at the moment. And, uh, <laughs> no, and well, it's got yeah, some sort of non-existent, but it's um, priced, pricing somewhere around the 40 grand mark, which is not bad. Yeah, it'd be good to follow that and, and they, see how it goes. And see how they go. And they can actually uh, plan to export vehicles right-hand drive market, so like Japan and the UK. Um, talking about electric vehicles and new models coming through and, you know, companies, you can get a Tesla crate motor. Um, really? You can buy a full crate motor, which is designed to fit in, an, in a V8 uh, motor car perfectly. 
uh, and batteries like and everything. This is like a retro, retro thing. Yeah. Retro car, retro. <laughs> retro. <laughs> Panic at the disco. <laughs> Electric boogaloo, they're going to call them. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, like a full-on electric um, crate motor. Like I've seen V8s, I've seen rotaries and that sort of stuff as a crate motor, but it's pretty cool that you can do that. That's interesting. I've seen like pretty much every single um, vehicle on land, water, and and whatever else with an LS swap. So uh, a Tesla swap might be the new thing. Oh, back into my heart. Um, I remember years ago there was a yellow Mazda RX-7, like a Series 2, over in West Australia, I think it was. Somebody converted it to electric. So the whole... Uh, yeah, yeah, so all underneath the bonnet was full of batteries and the car had electric motors on there. I'd love to find it. It was for sale quite cheap. I think it was like 13 or 15 grand, uh, but a yellow Mazda okay. RX-7 uh, and someone put <laughs> – this is before Tesla, before any of this. What battery was it? Like an old Duracell, was it? Oh, I'll have a look at it and see if I can find it. Here we go, an old Duracell battery. <laughs> a couple of the old, the old bunny, what do you call it? The, old <laughs> the Energizer bunny. My mate just messaged me, listen to the podcast, our old episodes. So what, your mate just, he texted you, he said what? Texted me, he's listening to our old episodes last week. He goes, damn, I want a McFlurry now. I've seen some of McFlurries. <laughs> you think he's given us a five-star review? Oh, very nice. Yeah. And we'll put this one on the podcast this week too, so you can hear it when he get, catches up. Greg, shout out to Greg at Greg's Auto Care. He's going to have to um, send us a message. We keep, we keep saying you that. Um, what is it? Because you can do a voice message. If you go to the bottom of the podcast... Um, on the, the the details, you can actually click the link and then you can do a voice message and send it through to us. That's pretty cool. And then we'll play that on the next podcast. There you go, Greg. So we expect one from Greg next week. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on. Pressure's on, Greg. All right, what do we got? We got any more or no? That's it. Okay, so just as we finishing off, uh, again, just going to talk about the 10-minute car reviews. Keep an eye out for smaller 10-minute uh, podcasts we're going to be doing. I'll do the Toyota GR Yaris, which will release uh, randomly over the next week. And they'll just come out random. There will be no schedule to it. You'll still get these yeah. main podcasts, so the 40 minutes or 50, 45 minutes that we do with these, where we ramble and yeah. talk rubbish a lot of the time. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it won't be long now. We'll be back in um, together in the same room. I'm going to set up a studio in the factory as well. I'll get rid of all the echo like you can hear in the very first episode. I'll make it so you can't hear any, any of that, and uh, we'll yeah. make it fun. Uh, we'll get the TV up there and everything. We'll play videos, get a bit more of the uh, the sound going. And oh you- yeah, we'll have a lot more um, a lot more flexibility once we're in the, the studio. Absolutely, of better better quality audio, and um, we'll have more ability to do different bits and pieces too. Yeah, we'll make it a bit more fun. So stick out uh, for that one. That's our tenth one down. Um, that was our target to get to ten, and I think we'll keep going. What do you reckon? Oh, well, you definitely am enjoying it. We, <laughs> I mean, we initially we did it just to. Um, have something to do for a lockdown. Yeah. But, um, you know, let's, let's keep going. Yeah, but the fact, you know, we did, again, yeah, we did this for the lockdown. We were going to, be, we knew there was going to be time to do it. Let's have some fun, keep something, you know, exciting going week to week. Um, yeah. It's been better than we thought. We, the the response has been great. The amount of views has been great. Um, we're yeah. charting yeah. in the top 200. I can't believe that. Um, I think we've done well That's to be right. up to number 16. I think that was pretty cool to get there. Definitely. But uh, yeah, I reckon we'll uh, we'll keep going. We'll fight for a worldwide one next. We're worldwide, a... worldwide prestige, worldwide. <laughs> we're a long way from that's, it, but I, I think it'd no, be no, cool, Matt. We're, we're doing well. We've done really well, yep. and uh, yeah. I think that's given us a bit more motivation to continue every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay, um, before we go, there is one last thing that we normally do, and that was we go through car sales. So 
So um, I didn't have a chance to look much on car sales this week, but you saw a car in there that was fairly well under under price compared to the rest of the market. Exactly. Um, so, so what, it's a, what was that one? Uh, it was a 1991 Toyota Celica GT4. So it's a white one, very, okay. very clean. Um it's the all-wheel drive, yeah? It's all-wheel drive. It's a two-litre all-wheel drive. It's had a lot of work done to it, so I don't know how much power it's got now. I haven't read it 100%. But I, you know, I read it. It said 150 kilowatts at the wheels. At the wheels. Okay, so if I remember right, back then that car would have had maybe 156 kilowatts at the motor. Yeah. So, you know, it's not – I mean, that's an increase, but it's not a massive increase. Um, yeah. So he's done some work to it, but he hasn't ruined it and made it, you know, undrivable. Um, yeah. But most of these cars, you know, these should be a $30,000 car, you know, that well, particular model. There, there's, there's some on there in the 50s. Okay, well, there, there we go. So they should go up even more. Um, and this one's advertised for only $13,000. Now, is it a real ad? Is there a reason why it's that? The car's running, it's driving, he said, it's his brother. Um, I don't know. Like, that's a lot of car for thirteen grand. It did look quite good. Um, usually, if it's too cheap, you have to look into it. So you know, you do a PPSR check or um, you know, yeah. get a mechanical inspection. But it does sound even if it's a little bit rough, it does sound very cheap. Yeah, is it a repairable write-off? Is there something not quite right about it? But um, you know, from what we see from the ad and from the comments in the ad, it's a great car. Um, yeah. it, it should have sold a long time ago. Now it's been on sale since what July? Top of my head. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. so. That car probably should have sold by now, um, and I don't know why it hasn't sold. For it to be $13,000 and not sell, um, yeah, go oh, have a look I at found, it. I, I, um, I found that in the market sometimes when cars are too cheap, you think, oh. Everyone thinks um, there's something wrong with it. It must be, no, must be no good. Yeah. I've seen dealers do it too. I was watching a CLS uh, 350 diesel. I thought it was on for 29 grand. I thought, yeah, it's cheap, 29 grand. But I saved it in my favourite. Two days later, they put it up three grand. I must have realised it was too cheap for the market. <laughs> yeah, that's like, also a tactic. Motors. That's also a tactic because yeah. what happens is you can see yeah. on car sales, you can see if people are watching your your ad. And if you can see that there's 10 yeah. people watching but no one's inquiring, what you do is yeah. they, they'll put the price up and people will call in and say, hey, listen, I, I saw your ad. Just want to ask a quick question. That car was 29 grand, but now I see it at 33 grand. Oh, are you interested in the car? Yeah, true. So it's also. Uh, I, don't, I don't like those kind of games. No, it's not the right tactic. I didn't say it was correct, but uh, it's very no, popular no. for people to do that. Yeah, they'll play with it, and because uh, what it does, it spurs people to go, "Hey, I was watching that. I was waiting for it to come down, but you put it up." Because that's what people do. <laughs> yeah. They watch an ad, yeah, wait for yeah. you to drop your yeah. pants on it, and then they yeah, go and you know when they see it to go the wrong way, they're like, "Oh, hey, in a minute," and they call you straight away. Like you can do yeah. it. On a computer, and here we go. You can hear I've probably done this before. You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can. You can literally do it on a computer, send it live, and within I reckon ten minutes, your phone will ring, and you know yeah, it's a, yeah. you know it's someone calling about that car. Exactly. Yeah. True. Definitely not something I've done. <laughs> Recently. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not where I'm at now. No, but I've seen it in the past. No, I've it. seen people do it, yeah. um, and it, it, yeah. it definitely works. Yeah. Giving away to trade secrets, we can't do that. We can't do that, can we? we? Haven't even touched on that yet. We'll do no. that in the future. We future will do that. But we've got to be careful because we both work in the industry. We can't. Well, there's not really there's not as many secrets as people think. No, I know they think it's all hidden behind yeah. you know smokes and it's mirrors, not. but there's nothing going no, on. It's, it's you know, pretty transparent actually. When yeah. we go talk to the manager, you know, when you get up from your desk, you go speak to the manager. Everyone goes, "Oh, but he goes into the room." No, we go talk to the boss. We try and sell the boss why he should yeah, discount the car. We do work for the customer, but people don't think exactly. you do. They think you've just got yeah, to stood out the back. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I've got to get a coffee. Not, not the movies uh, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, I reckon that's it. We're going to call it now. So, uh, again, thank you for listening. This has been Wide Open Throttle Podcast. You can get us on Wide Open Throttle Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you can also go to our Instagram page where Jake is running that one. Wide Open Throttle Podcast, all one word. That's our Instagram page. And do we get uh, more likes on that this week? Uh, yeah, we're, we're not massive, but we've gone from like 28 followers to nearly 70. That is matter huge. Of a week and a half. <laughs> we, that's, we, no, huge. We, that's a good, that's good <laughs> growth. We're doing well. Like We'll get up there. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. That's slowly, slowly. And do you get any uh, interaction with people? Are people uh, commenting? Are they getting involved? Yeah, there's a few people. There's a few people interacting. We're going to get all the critics this week too, aren't we? You're probably going to get hammered there because you talked about trolls. Yeah, I know. We, all right, so look, let's leave something for the end of the podcast. If you got yeah. through to the end of the podcast, go leave Jake some hate. Good on you. Don't do that. <laughs> on his Instagram? No, shall I delete that or shall I keep it in there? No, don't do that. People will do it. All right, so what do we do? What do you want to do? If you get to the end of the podcast, you've listened this far, go to the Instagram and leave a yeah, nice message. Say hello. What's a random comment you can put so you know they've listened through to the end? Put um, uh, g'day. All right, g'day. right. Yeah, just put g'day in the comments on the Instagram. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that way we know you've listened to us right to the end. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. You're going to get these random g'days in about six months' time. G'day. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> popping up in your notifications on your phone when you're trying to do a deal at work. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right. That's been good. We'll see you next week.